Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today is our last live at noon from our living room to your living room um, for 2020. Uh, it's been such an honor. Um, Abraham and I were just talking about it, how we started this um, in March during the COVID pandemic. And God has done amazing things in all of our lives, in your lives. We've heard the testimonies, uh, the prayers got answered. It's been an amazing journey. And we want to thank you so much for um, just being obedient to God, for um, agreeing with us in prayer, for agreeing with us in worship. And we couldn't have done it without you guys. Um, and God is so good. And God gets all the glory for this. God, uh, this is his living room. And our prayer is that through this journey that God um, transformed your home. And for me, during this process, it was always Acts 2, where heaven came down and just filled the house and filled your home and filled your heart and filled your mind with his glory, with his fire, with his promises, with his healing. Um, so thank you. So we're going to open up in prayer. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for flooding our hearts, Lord, for flooding our mind, for flooding our homes during this COVID, Father God. We thank you, Father God, to be able to have that intimate relationship with you, Father God. I pray, Father God, for every viewer, Father God, for every person, Father God, that has viewed, Father God, that has been in agreement, Father God. I pray, Father God a double portion, Father God, upon them, upon their family, Father God. We break, Father God, every spirit, Father God, of infirmity, Father God, every spirit of doubt, Father God, every spirit, Father God, that is not of you, Father God. We break it at the root in Jesus' name, and we loose upon each and every person, Father God, your spirit of love, Father God, your spirit of healing, Father God, your oil of joy, Father God, and such a fire, Father God, of revival, Father God, in their houses, in their homes, and in their families, Father God. We declare, Father God, that these moments, Father God, we you, Father God, that there will be such a breakthrough, Father God, such promises and miracles, Lord, coming through, Father God, in their family, Lord, but not just their family, Lord, but their uh, family line, Lord, every generation, Father God, four generations back, Father God, we pray, Father God, for your glory and your healing, Father God, we thank you, Father God, we give you all the honor, all the praise, Father God, and we surrender everything before you, Lord, today, Father God, we give it to you, Father God, we give you this time, Lord. We give you this uh, live stream, Father God. We give you everything, Father God. We give you all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, church. Church, as we worship, um, you know, lift up the Esquivet family as their son Sammy's in surgery right now. And a few, we actually got a few messages about children being attacked already this morning. So um, if you could just lift up the next generation um, before God as we worship God. Let's break strongholds in this next generation. Let's let's cancel the curses in this next generation as we worship. Let's lift up our voices and lift up our hands and lift up our lives to God as an offering so that this next generation will see God's glory. Amen.
Trust you that you take what the enemy meant for evil, you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Whatever it is, you turn it around for your good, for your glory. Come on, the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is right where you're at. Be lifted high 
continue in this posture of worship because 
deposit hope. He wants to deposit healing. He wants to deposit his glory into our lives. And as we were in worship, God just kept, I just kept hearing God say that he's answering prayers. He's answering prayers, church. But we need to stand strong in him. We need to be courageous in him. We need to stand with our arms lifted high because worship is our weapon, church. Worship is our weapon. And as we stand and as we open our arms, God is answering those prayers. You need to stand strong. You need to stand in the gap for your family. You need to stand. You need to stand strong and not waver to the right or to the left, but be strong in him. So as Abraham continues, um, church, prophetically, stand where you are at. And I'm going to stand. I don't know if you guys can see me in the camera or not. But right now, stand for your family. Stand for the healing. Stand for your generation. Stand for your family life. Stand in the promises of God. Because God is answering prayers. He's answering prayers that you have. He's healing. He's healing.
we thank you, Father God, for healing, Father God. We pray, Father God, for the Eskelville family. We pray for Salmon right now, Father God. We pray for your glory, Father God, to fill that room, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you are his physician, Father God. We pray for the nurses. We pray for the staff. We cover them with the blood of the Lamb. We, we break every spirit of infirmity, every doubt, and we pray, Father God, for peace, Lord, for peace, for love, for healing, Lord, to be poured out on his mother, on his father, on Sammy, on the whole family, Father God. We gave you all the praise and all the honor, Father God. We pray, Father God, for every um, blood vessel, every atom, every part of Sammy's body, Father God, every or uh, organ, Father God, his heart, everything, Father God, every artery, Father God. We pray, Father God, it is healed in Jesus' name. We pray, Father God, for fast recovery in Jesus' name, Father God. We, we thank you, Father God, for this testimony. We thank you for this child, Father God. We cover him with your glory, Father God, with the blood of the Lamb from the top of his head down to the soles of his feet. We give you all the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, church. Amen. Real quick, while we were worshiping, I kept hearing, and, and I think specifically for the Esquivel family, but it really applies to all of us, and it's for his glory. Um, and, you know, all I could think about while we were worshiping was my fingers and how tragic of a situation it was at the time, but how powerful of a of a testimony to who God is it is today so it really applies to all of us but just uh, Antonio and Claudia it's for his glory it's for his glory it's, it's for God's glory Sammy is not uh, you know there's so much and, and you know that in all things God would have first place we cannot allow circumstance and trial and tragedy to take God off of the throne of our lives and the whole Sanchez family this is a message to all of you put God first it's not a thread it's not it's not like that put God first this is for that Sammy's life right now is for the whole family the whole Esquivel family the whole Sanchez family to put God first above all things because God is above all things. And Sammy is healed in Jesus' name. Sammy's life is a testimony to who and how great God is. So trust him, family. We love you. We're praying with you. And we're believing for the good report that God has. Amen. Waiting on God for Sammy. You know, he's a worshiper. Enemy just hates it when we worship. And God just adores it. And just as God, the plan and the plot from the enemy to steal the worship from God, even God's hand stopped it. It wasn't his right hand of blessing it. It was his left hand. The left hand of God is when God says, enough. And he threw Satan out of heaven. Threw him off of his place. Completely dismissed him from his presence. And the worship continued for God. 
the worship will always continue for God. And the adversary will always meet the left hand of God. He will stop him no matter what. It's just the way it is. And Sammy's called to worship. We know. We know he is since he was a baby. And because of that, all of our children have a call in their lives if we are worshipers. Isn't that interesting? The future children that I've been praying for for you, they all have an anointing. They are all going to be used by God. But just like you said, Pastor Priscilla, you, you have to learn to stand. We don't, we don't like the fight. Nobody think that we are happy campers when God calls us to war. But we are called to follow the captain of the Lord of hosts. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the fierce one. He is the beloved of the Father. And I'll tell you, if you stand behind the cross, behind Jesus Christ, the resurrected Yeshua, Messiah, let me tell you something. Those battles have already been won. And as you said, for his glory, but we have to stand. You know, so many of us want it just to, you know, we have this Disneyland mentality, but a being Tinkerbell's going to come and everything's going to be wiped out. It's not the way it is. We're dealing with principalities and powers that have risen up in high places, even will defy God. I mean, if Satan, Lucifer, defied God, who is not going to put God to the test that doesn't believe in him? Of course they are. However, God in his mercy sent his son, Jesus Christ, to cancel all of those assignments, to tear down all of those strongholds, to completely demolish every curse that has been, that came because of defying God. Jesus came to break the curse. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And I'm going to tell you right now, you can buy a thousand Christmas presents. You can say we've been spared during 2020, during this COVID-19 thing. Too many numbers for me. You know, we everything is, seems to be, uh, we've been able to do this and that, and so we're, we're good. No, we're not good. The only one that's good is God, and we need a Savior. Jesus Christ wants to come right where you are right now. He wants to turn everything in your life upside down. Upside down so it faces God and he gets the glory. Yeah, storms come. He steals the sea. He calms the waves. He silences the wind. He pushes back the thunder. He is the God who the clouds of heaven are under his feet as chariots. Think of that. That is the God that we serve. There is no other God. But him, and if you don't have him, Prince of Peace, Glorious Lord, Resurrected Savior, if you don't have him on the throne of your heart, you don't have him at all. And the only way he will come into your heart is when you invite him. He is not someone that forces himself against you. That is not our God. He wants you to say, Jesus, I recognize that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. And I ask you to come into my heart change my life. Forgive my sins. Wash me in your blood. I believe you died for me on the cruel cross of Calvary. And I also believe that you resurrected so that death will never have its power over my life. I thank you 
And I believe and I confess you and invite you as Lord of my life into my heart right now. And I can truly say, Lord Jesus, now I can celebrate a Christmas season because it's in my heart. And I, I do this even with open eyes, church, because I want you to understand this is real. This is not close your eyes and it's a fairy tale and a dream. It is real. We need God more now than we've ever needed him before. And I'm glad today that you have made that decision. And I know you've made that decision because God, through his Holy Spirit, told me someone out there needs to ask Jesus Christ into their heart. Send a comment to us online. We'll reach out to you. That's what we do here. We, we, we're not perfect, but we try and lead everybody that we know to Jesus Christ, to read the Bible, to go to church, to have a changed life, and, and we're there for you. Amen? Love you guys. Well, time isn't up. Okay. So we have a couple of little things that we're going to do today, and I, I want to start with just a scripture, and then we're going to do a challenge today. I'm going to give you both a copy of If you haven't read Romans, Romans 12 is one of those books where you could like, it's a chapter in the book of Romans that you could read over and over and every time you read it, there's something new, something pops out at you. Well, this has kind of been happening to me for the last few weeks where I've been reading it over and over and then there's something when God repeats instructions to us to to get into his word and, and he wants to emphasize things um, so what I want you to know is first of all there I have two two ways of looking at Romans 12 I try and when I study the Bible I try and look at different versions so that I truly get the depth of the meaning you know sometimes your brain is is reading decoding but you're not there you know what I mean well maybe not you don't know what I mean, but I know that happens to me. Anyways, so I'm going to read two of them from you for you. And it's um, Romans 12, and it's just two verses. It says, Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God, to be his sacred living sacrifices, and live in holiness, experience all that delights his heart, for this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Now, that's one version, and I believe that's the passion. And here's another one. I think this might be the message. Sorry, I could tell you later what versions they are, but it's, I read about seven versions. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So the challenge today 
goes right along with this scripture. And it's called an assess and assign challenge. So sometimes for us to know what it is to, to understand the good, the perfect, and the pleasing will of God, we have to do some assessment of ourselves, sometimes of each other. It just depends on what situation you're in, maybe parents to children, husbands and wives, something that it, brothers and sisters. Um, and then once we assess the situation that we're in, then it's time for us to assign ourselves a challenge. And so today, I'm going to ask you to do a demo of this in a very simplistic parallel. I'm going to give each of you a bag. And I'm going to put some items out on the table. And this is the goal of assess and assign. You will have to test and approve several items to be able to put together a good, pleasing, and perfect Christmas morning wake-up-to-wellness package for each other. Okay, again, let me say that again. Wake-up-to-wellness package for each other. Alert. There will be some items that you will have to eliminate and you need to explain why you put together the package for one another and why certain things were eliminated. So I'm going to give you a series of items in pairs. Now remember, you're making a package for him. He's making a package for you, okay? So um, based, once you've kind of, start to get on a roll. There may be, you may do things a little differently. It will kind of lead and guide you to the understanding, how do you test? How do you find out what is the good, perfect, and pleasant will of God for your life? And then I'm going to read to you the scriptures. So we'll start with, um, start with kind of a no-brainer, um, obviously. Okay, so we have an electric toothbrush that is supposed to do amazing things, and they have a manual toothbrush, okay? So I'm going to make you speak at the end when you finish your package so you can tell me why you chose what you did. And do we wrap them and put them in the bag? You can. That would be very nice. I've provided tissue paper for you if you'd like to. Okay, and so while they're doing that, I'm just going to kind of exhort you. You know, maybe you and in your home might uh, think about doing something similar to this with your kids. Saying, you know, what would be God's good and perfect will for us as a family to be more healthy, to be more faithful to each other and to God, to bring holiness into our house? Okay, so that's for... Oh, no, but you have to choose one or the other of each pair. Okay, so obviously they can't take both. That's just not going to work. Okay, then I won't have anything to give my grandsons for Christmas. Lying, Debbie. <laughs> Here's the next one. So I, I tried to 
come up with things that would be good for Christmas morning, you know, like a, a wake up. Okay, let's wake up and let's, let's be healthy. Or let's, maybe you don't want to be healthy. I don't know. Maybe you want to, maybe you just, you need a little chill and you, you'd rather do things differently. And we can have a little bit of fun with this too, because I certainly do. I like to have a little bit of fun when I'm trying to bring forth a spiritual point. And sometimes we say, it's not for me, and we get it anyway, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you tell everybody in your family, I really don't want any more, uh, I don't want any more socks. I, I have plenty of socks, and the first thing you open is socks, and then you get another package of socks, and they're like, oh, my. I hope you're watching what we're doing here. Remember, this is a wake-up wellness package for one another. And we're almost to the bottom of this, so thank you for bearing with us. And I'll be interested in hearing what their decisions were and how they came to those decisions. Okay. We are at the last one. We've got all kinds of things that can possibly promote a wonderful Christmas morning wellness package. You know, wellness isn't just what you put in your body. It's also what you put into your soul, what you do to make yourself and one another have healthy emotions. So how are we doing? Abraham's finished. He's a quick rapper. Okay? Good job, Abraham. Okay, so are we ready, Miss Priscilla? Yes. So what did you come up with? Who would like to be first? Okay, I'll go first. So I open... You can open your gift. Or does he open it? Oh, I open it? Yeah. Abraham can open it. Okay, thank you for my Christmas gifts. 
Okay, for number one, I got coconut oil premium hair mask. <laughs> this is probably for Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave him that one because Abraham really doesn't use like shampoo. Um, so it's winter. I use soap. Don't he use soap. <laughs> no, he uses soap, but not like hair masks and stuff. So it's been dry like this season in the winter. So it's a good like hydrate for his hair. I chose the espresso beans because Abraham loves coffee. These are sweets, um, but I gave him espresso beans because he likes it and so he can be alert. Okay, and I got cucumber cooling peel off facial mask. <laughs> I got him the cooling mask instead of the avocado mask um, that was here because sometimes, you know, he just needs to cool off and relax. This is dental floss, mint waxed. Okay, I gave him dental floss instead of these floss picks because Abraham is always flossing at night and it's always good to keep a good hygiene um, so he can show off his pretty smile. I got uh, spearmint tea, 10 tea bags, caffeine free. I got him the spearmint tea instead of the hibiscus, or how do you say, hibiscus, hamica. Um, tea because spearmint's good for your your stomach. It's good for to have it caffeine free to relax you. Or if you have an upset stomach, it's just great to have. And sometimes you just need to relax. Obviously, I need to relax. <laughs> I got raisin bran crunch. Since it's wellness, um, I gave him those instead of the Fruit Loops because it's not for me. Um, and raisin bran's good for you. Um, it's a good fiber. Which is good. 100% apple juice with SpongeBob on top. <laughs> okay, the reason I picked that is a um, SpongeBob makes you smile in the morning. And I was looking at the back um, and I looked at the added sugars. That one doesn't have added sugar. And this one has 25 grams of sugar. At the label, because it's. And the last one is a professional clean power toothbrush. Who doesn't want to brush your teeth like a pro? Um, so I got the electric one for him instead of the standard one because professional cleaning. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Your turn. Your turn. I love his wrapping. Ooh. I got Lucky Charms. Of course, I had to pick Lucky Charms because she does not like healthy snacks. So, um, this is for wellness of the mind, her mental health, Lucky Charms. <laughs> Ooh, and then I got a unicorn apple juice. I just got it because she liked the unicorn. I already know. <laughs> it's an all minds mental health awareness. And then I got a premium hair mask. It moisturizes and strengthens. Oh, yeah. I got that so you don't have to glitch your hair down so much. <laughs> it strengthens and healthens your hair. And then I got sour fruit slices. Mm -hmm. 
again, she likes sour. And the other option was, I forgot what the other option was. But the option was pineapple. Oh, pineapple. Dried pineapple. She'd probably give those to me and eat those. Yes. And then I got dental floss. Because <laughs> we need dental floss. <laughs> we need a floss every day, everybody. Yes. And then I got... Teletila. Te How do you say it? Teletila. Oh. You know what it does? No. It calms your nerves. Oh. Oh, this is what I need before bed. <laughs> and then I got a spa treatment mask, coconut oil. Couldn't go wrong with either one, but um, I don't know. Just coconut. I feel, oh, I know I picked it. It has less ingredients on the back, so it's more simple. I like that it's more vitamin based. Nice. Very thank good. You. Good choice. And then I got a toothbrush. Yes. Yes. We need to brush our teeth. <laughs> yes. And that's the power one, right? Yes. So you got power tools for your smile. Right. Well, you know, I know that maybe you may be thinking at home, what does this have to do with Romans 12? Well, when we are understanding that we have to assess where we stand in our mind, that our mind is not conformed to the culture of the day, to the way that this world thinks. Rather, we are thinking with the mind of Christ Jesus, as Romans 12 says. It becomes a form of worship, and it bring, it, it's not what it does so much for us as what the word of God says, it becomes by we, as we are reformed by a uh, assessment of our wellness in the spirit before God, it transforms us through the Holy Spirit. And as we are transformed, then we are empowered to discern what is that which is perfect, pleasing, and good to God. Our lives are here to give God glory, to give him worship. And we, a lot of times, are so introspective about how is it, what about me? How is it going to affect me? How am I going to benefit? And so as they were thinking about each other, they were thinking about the different parts of wellness that they need. Yes, sometimes it is our mind. Sometimes it is our emotions. Sometimes it is our body. And all the time, it is our spirit. All the time. It is our spirit. And God is asking each and every one of us to assess ourselves. Sometimes we have to even go to our spouse and say, you know what, I'm feeling this or that, or it's just weird what I'm going through. And we need to allow them to assess us. And then we assign, what is it that we need to do to change us? Do we need to pray? Do we need to get in the word? Do we need to confess? Do we need to repent? Do we need to do, what do we need to do? Do we need to maybe get counsel? Do we need to read the, the Bible and, and start looking and searching an answer to the situation? Do we need to come into agreement? Do we need to forgive one another? What is it that we need to do? You know, 2020, you've been stuck in the house with your family this whole year. Some of you by yourselves, even by yourself, that in itself can be a misery. If you were locked up with yourself all of the time, you start to discover who you are, and you start to think, mm, there's things that need to be changed inside of me. Amen. I say that to myself every morning when I get up. 
I thank God that his mercies are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. But every morning I find something to say, God, I did not like the way I answered. I did not like what I thought. I do not like what I did. I repent. I come before you. I come clean. And you know what? All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit kicks in, your mind is transformed, and you begin to understand what is the good, what is the perfect, what is the pleasing will of God for your life. And you know what? That's what it's all about as far as us being healthy, of us being whole. And once we get to that place where we assess our lives before the will of God and say, it's not my will, Father, it's your will that needs to be done here. Then we begin to truly worship God. Our lives become that living sacrifice that he so desires. And the outcome of that is, and I'm going to close with this, is what he says to us in Psalms 91. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of El Shaddai, the Most High, you are hidden in the strength of God Almighty. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue me from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect me from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around me, protecting me. I can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping me from harm. I will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against me. I don't have to fear a thing, whether by night or by day. Demonic danger will not trouble me, nor will the powers of evil be launched against me. Even in a time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, I will remain unscathed and unharmed. I will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment where they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect us wherever we go, defending us from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you, these angels keeping you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you have delighted in me as my great lover, I will greatly protect you. I will set you in a high place, safe and secure before my face. I will answer your cry for help. Every time you pray, and you will find and feel my presence even in the time of pressure and trouble. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. You will be satisfied with a full life and with all that I, with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. That then is the perfect, good, and pleasing will of God for us. In Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, church, thank you for joining us again. This is our last um, live at noon for the year. And, um, you know, really, just like, just like it started for us out of almost uh, a, a pressure of how am I going to serve God now? And March, um, 
in April and the beginning of the year, we were really unsure how we were going to be able to serve God. And it might end for us here on Facebook, um, but it shouldn't end for you. The whole point of this was to implement a, a structure for us to go to Jesus every day, not just on Tuesdays or Sundays or Wednesdays, but every day. And we, we pray that you've been blessed by this year's uh, um, journey that we've been on. And, and we pray that you continue it in your home. Teach your children, teach yourself, discipline yourself to follow God. Um, and, and, you know, we were blessed to do it. It was such a blessing, and, and um, we're, we're really honored to serve God. So I don't know if we have announcements to make. Yes, we have a couple announcements. Uh, tomorrow night, we have our Art and Worship Night, which is our midweek service. It's at 6.30 p.m. on Facebook Live. And then on Sunday, we have our 9 a.m. online service. And then at 10.30, we have our in-person service. But dress warm because it is cold in the morning. Um, and once again, thank you. And I wanted to thank my mother in love also. I felt like this time has been so special. I mean, who gets to worship with their mother-in-love, you know, like every week. But seriously, it's been an honor and a privilege. And I feel like through this, uh, God's really uh, strengthened our relationship even more. Not that we had a bad one, but like just to be able to serve God with my husband, with my mother-in-love, with family. It's so precious. And I think that's something that God really placed in my heart, not just for us, but for you at home also to strengthen those relationships with your father, with your mother, with your mother in love and, and other extended family members, just to strengthen that relationship because God has given you that relationship to men to strengthen, to not let go to waste any opportunity. So thank you. We love you all. I don't know if anyone wants to say anything, but we're so excited. So join us tomorrow night on Facebook Live for Art and Worship Night. We're having an amazing panel so second part to our panel with our artist we love you guys god bless have a great day